and welcome to the Tizzy and Wayne Coffee Show, where we talk about art, music, and sometimes current events. So sit back, grab your favourite beverage, and let's begin. Hello, and thanks for joining us. Today I'm sipping on Pete's Coffee from my Keurig, perfect companion on this winter's day. Today's episode is a two-part series. We're talking to the local filmmaker, uh, Tizzy's out on the field interviewing him. So without further ado, take it away. Tizzy, and I have a special guest. Want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Nando Carter. I am a filmmaker out of Pampa, California. I create stuff that I think of. <laughs> I guess that's a job, right? <laughs> I dream it, that would, if you dream it, you can make it, I guess. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a dream maker. So what are you <laughs> sipping on today? I'm sipping on a uh, white mocha, iced, iced white mocha coffee. Yeah. yeah, iced coffee on a cold day. Awesome. It's the best. It's the best thing, you know. Like, <laughs> you can't change temperatures inside and outside. That's how you get sick. I, I got uh, my peppermint mocha going today. You know what? It kind of tastes like. Have you had that uh, peppermint ice cream? Yeah, that's the, like the green peppermint ice cream. It kind of tastes like that. Like yeah, something like that. I don't like it cold. Because it hurts my teeth. <laughs> so uh, this is not ice. I, it's hot. You know, I have to have my hot coffee. I do. I have to have it. So tell me what you uh, do. You just create things? Like what? Um, uh, I usually create videos for uh, non-profit organizations. Uh, I like to help out like uh, clinics, hospitals, and uh, recently the art center here in Hanford, King's Art Center. Uh, creating those kind of projects and then uh, on my little side videos that I make, I go on my adventures of finding food, <laughs> local <laughs> foods, uh, foods from around. Tell us what kind of food you do. Uh, what, what's your favorite one so far? My, my favorite one, um, it has to be the taco truck. Oh, the taco truck the ones, taco huh? trucks. The taco trucks, they're, they're good. I, I don't know what kind of seasoning you put in there or if it's just a stove top has that, that grease. That just makes those tacos taste good. But there's a there's a couple in uh, Tulare that make homemade tortillas. Oh, so that's yeah. one of my top ones right there is homemade tortilla taco trucks. I have not had a taco truck with homemade tortillas. Well, it's on it's in Tulare. It's on Beige and J Street. It's like on the little corner. It's like on the dirt road. I usually go there. It's called Los Vecinos. What kind? If I go there right now, what uh, should I order? If you go there, you gotta get a taco. Cause well, yeah, it's gonna me. be a taco, but is it asada, um, carnita, pollo? You can get the asada, you can get the al pastor. Oh, pastor. And then there's okay. another place that's also in Tulare. I mean, I th- it just sucks that Hanford <laughs> put all those like restrictions <laughs> for the taco trucks, so they only show up on. Monday sales. Mm-hmm. So that's the only time. Farmers I get, market. Yeah, the farmers is the only time you get to see a taco truck inside Hanford. 
so this is why I'm saying like all of them are out, like which kind of sucks because I mean I'm pretty sure if we had taco trucks here and everything would be doing pretty good. Yeah, we would be crazy. Did you ever go to the taco truck uh, throwdown before? Yeah. Uh, yeah? We we go that. Especially when you have like four beers down. You're like, every taco's good. I, I don't know. <laughs> they all get tickets. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not a great judge. I can't tell if the all taste great. I think that's when they, they, they pull out all the stops and they really like chop up the meat and they make it all fresh. Because I'm like, man, this doesn't taste like what it tastes like. <laughs> when I usually go to you guys' chocolate trucks, right. you guys are going above and beyond, you know? Yeah, and they have a... Have you been to any of the taco restaurants around here? Uh, the ones that are like here... It'd be Cisneros. <coughs> oh, yeah? Cisneros is a pretty good one. It was closed for a while. I think it just opened like... Have you been to Sierra's? Oh, the one at the gas station? Yeah. yeah that, one, that one's pretty good too. <laughs> it is. The on Tuesdays, 99 cent tacos. Yeah, they even have a sign outside on top of the truck that says dollar tacos or something. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that's all my, my little side. So you recently uh, traveled. Yeah. What, what was that all about? <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I'm known for is when someone says, let's go, I say, where are we going? <laughs> and usually, it's somewhere really far away. So, a buddy of mine was like, hey, uh, I'm thinking about moving to Michigan, right? And I was like, he asked me, hey, you down to go drive? You want to help me drive? And I was like, sure, like, I'm pretty sure it won't take that long. <laughs> Three days in, like, over seven states. Later, make it in Michigan. With, I mean, the drive over there is nice. Once you leave California, all the prices start going down. It's like a dollar seventy-five for gas. And it's all straight shot. And it's all yeah. All it's you all can nice. see. <laughs> the landscape's all nice. No mountains. Yeah, it's just flat. Did you have to go through like Colorado and all them, or how you went? I went through the bottom states. Oh, like Texas. Through, yeah, I went up, and then we went up through like Indiana. Oh wow! Yeah, that that is some trip. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a fun it was a fun trip. <laughs> so if anybody wants to go on a road trip, I'm I'm down to go. Your 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 cameras are charged and you're ready, huh? Oh yeah, I got a lot of nice photos along the way. We try to make stops along the way, like at these little abandoned locations. Mm -hmm. So we found this cool little. Um, it used to be like a, an Indian kind of post-looking mm -hmm. grocery gas station thing that was abandoned. It was just full oh, of graffiti. Really? The gas pumps were still there. Oh, wow. It, it had this like a adobe kind of texture outside. Mm -hmm. It was nice because it still had the, the arrows, like the little statues of the arrows. Like they were pretty yeah. soft. They were like... How was the graffiti art? Because there's like tagging and then there's graffiti art. Oh. Um, there's graffiti art. Yeah, it was graffiti. Nice, nice graffiti yeah. art. Yeah, like crazy. It's, still, it's not like what you usually see around here in Hanford where it's just like letters. Yeah, just, there was yeah. artwork to it, huh? Yeah, it's pretty good artwork to it. I like that spot. And then we stopped at a, a place that looked like Bates Motel. And what? Bates Motel. 
Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Like in Psycho? That one was fun. And we were like, let's get out of here. Like, we stopped because it was, it was blocked off. But we went around the rocks to get oh, in uh -huh. to, to the hotel. And it was just an abandoned like motel, hotel kind of looking thing. And it looked like Bates Motel. And I was like, I was like, maybe we should get out of here. So we took a couple shots and then left because I was like, there was like no meat hooks or no banjos playing. It was in Missouri, so uh, a <laughs> I'm, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Twelve o'clock at night, you'll be like, uh, I hear banjos. I'm pretty sure. Like, <laughs> you start hearing that, you gotta get out of here. So yeah, it was in Missouri. We stopped in Arizona, Blackstaff, I think was another place. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Like once you leave, oh, well, this was when we left. It was uh, during the hot summer days. Where it was like oh. 110, 107. Yeah, yeah. Once we hit Arizona, we, we were going to the bottom, so we went through like close to the Mojave. So it was like oh. 122. And then. Did you have air conditioning? The air conditioning went out. Oh! It went out right when I was supposed <laughs> to switch. Because I had to switch with the guy to, to take it the rest of the way for a couple, couple more miles. And the AC goes out. And it's 122 degrees. So windows. We, went through, we put the windows up and down, we put up and just kept alternating. So we we were speeding through Arizona, not because we wanted to get out of the, not because we were in a hurry, but because we wanted to get the hell out of Arizona because it, like, it was super hot. And then it would just pop up, the AC would pop up whenever it wanted. So like when we got to like the hotel, it came on, the AC came on and we were like, well, so much for that, when we needed it the most. I had that happen to me. It was a, a relator. I think that's what it's called. The relator. It's like this little flippy thing. It, and uh, it costs like $5. And it's easy to fix. And then like two months later, the blower went out. So I had to get that fixed. That was like a hundred bucks to fix. But once I like seen it I'm like dude I can do that myself but yeah I would recommend it though but it all depends like you know it could have been a fuse it could have been anything that's what that's what sucks about stuff like that like but it was it was and I'm fun. the type that would have been like changing the fuse the blower the relator <laughs> I'll get it all done wow that was a fun trip though so let's get back to your creating things. What you, you do videos? Um, do you would you consider yourself like a director or film artist? What what would you consider yourself exactly? Uh, like, like a, an indie indie filmmaker, I guess you call a it. A filmmaker. An indie kind of filmmaker, which basically I do everything. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like a, Jack of all trades, kind of. Now you do everything, right? You like edit, you do. Yeah, the the directing, the editing, um, sometimes costume design, casting. Um, yeah, that's act, hard. A little bit of acting sometimes. Like, oh, yeah, you've done acting too. Wow. Yeah, because like, uh, sometimes people don't show up, so you have to. Do, yeah, been there. No, exactly how that's at. Yeah, so. I volunteered myself. Um, I shot a couple of short films. I've gone to film festivals locally and internationally. Uh, have you won anything? Uh, I won uh, silver in 
where where is Dracula from? Romania? Yeah, there's Romania. Yeah, is that where? And then Dracula? there's Tran Transylvania. Transylvania. Yeah. Well, wherever Dracula. <laughs> Transylvania. Come from, in Europe, right? In Europe, right? Is yeah. It, in Europe. That's where we won a silver for our short film. So how does that work? Do you just show up there, or you no, have to send your lien? No, you, you. So you don't even travel to any of these. But I, they give you the option if you want to go, because they let you know that you got. Um, uh, got selected mm -hmm. so you get to get this badge you get to put on your, on your short film mm -hmm. so the badge is the badge like, of honor uh, yeah it's like you're selected in these kind of like film festivals all around the, all around the world um, and then when they uh, give you the award they, they let you know if you want to go but I was like, I don't want to go to Europe, <laughs> especially if it's in a place where Dracula lives. Like, it was supposed to be like in a castle and everything it was supposed to be bad. Oh, and I really? was like, I kind of want to go. Just to say you Just win. Just to say I win. And then we got into a festival where like Dracula castle used to be. Like, What movie is that? Uh, or a short film? It was a short film called uh, Give Me a Hand. Uh -huh. It was like a horror thriller kind of short film that we made. Uh, it was kind of like a class project, which ended up being like a little bit something more because we, we put a lot oh, of effort into it. Wow. Yeah, so. So it, you get it, to work with a lot more people than just you. Yeah, and that one I, I got to work on with a, a cinematographer, two talented actors from Fresno mm -hmm. who would come down. The funny part was we couldn't get the two actors, the main actors, to show up at the same time. So uh, we, had to shoot, we had to shoot it in separate. a way. Yeah, we had to shoot it in a way where it looked like they were both in the same scene, but it was like two different days. That split screen. Yeah, it was, uh. it was some, some type of techniques that, that you kind of like learn as you go, you know, from from like just doing it on your own. <clears throat> One was uh, we used somebody else's shoulder, like we did we did little certain tricks to kind of make it seem that they were both in the same the same scene. Um, most of the locations were in the same place. We just um, changed the scenery mm -hmm. to make it look like a room. Then it was a living room. And then it was a kitchen. Oh, um, wow. All in one spot. Um, so we did a lot of creativity. And I think that's that's what's cool about being a, a filmmaker is because you don't have the budgets to kind of mm. do things. So you get, gotta get creative to kind of um, bake everything. And that's what the illusion, that's what movie magic is about. Like. How can I, you know, make it seem like it's something when it's something else? Mm -hmm. And that's what I kind of like about filmmaking. So a lot of green screen. No, stuff. I actually like to do everything practical. Oh, really? Yeah, in camera, like I like to try to pull off practical as much as possible. But um, so nobody's I, wearing the green suit. No, it, it's yeah. all sometimes it's all practical. Like um, there was a there's a scene in in the in the short film. Um, where we had somebody chop off somebody's arm. Mm -hmm. um, how we pulled it off was um, we put a marker underneath the guy's sleeve uh -huh. to make it, cause like, you know, sometimes you kind of go past mm -hmm. and you, yeah. might, you might actually cut the person's hand off. <laughs> cause I'm real soft, right? <laughs> I mean, it was my brother's hand, so I didn't really care. Oh, you're like, I, whatever. I, like, whatever. I mean, like, Here's a couple of shots. Yeah. You won't feel it no I matter mean, what. You got bandages. You got the little Winnie the Pooh band-aids waiting on deck, you know? So, um, as a precaution, for, it was more like the other guy was trying to be more safe than 
my brother, my brother didn't really care either. He's like, go for it. If you want to cut it, go for it. Like, <laughs> he was so committed. But um, that's how we, we made it. So he could like, actually get that sawing motion. Because oh, we wow. didn't want him to, to get too high. And you could see like he was not hitting it. We wanted to make it seem close. And how you pull that off is in the angle and the perspective. Like, you get like um, from an angle where you can't really see the marker. Just see him kind of doing that sawing motion, oh, but wow. you, you see the hand, and then the blood kind of squirts out because there's a little ketchup, little packet. Right, is that That's what you guys used? Yeah, you didn't yeah. use the artificial no, blood? We, we did everything. We did everything kind of practical. Uh, here we go with the train. We well, gotta give it a whole minute. Okay, that concludes this episode of this two-part series. Don't forget to join us next Tuesday for the conclusion of this two-part series. Thanks for listening.